0: Welcome to another episode of Living Your Sparked Second Half. Today I'm going to do a bit of a different episode. I saw it in an article. I saw these facts about how life has evolved from 1958 to now for a 65-year-old. So someone who is 65 and was 65 in 1958, what life was like some stats that are related to back then versus a 65-year-old living today. And it was fascinating. And particularly since I am going to be 65 on my next birthday, I thought, how appropriate, (laughs) what great timing to see this and gain a perspective. Uh, And so I thought, well, I think other people might want to hear about this. So I grabbed the factoids that I thought were the most compelling, most interesting, and thought I'd share them here on my podcast. So without further ado, let's listen to those stats. Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Okay, here we go. First of all, there are a whole lot more of us. And this probably isn't surprising because remember, we're baby boomers. We came around in the baby boomer generation. So there were a lot of us born back in the day. So in 1958, 9% of Americans were 65 and older. And together we totaled about 15 million. So there are about 15 million people who are 65 and older, 9% of Americans, 65 years ago. In 2023, 17% of Americans are 65 and older. So that's eight point percentage points more. And we total almost 55 million compared to 15 million. There's a lot of us. That's a lot of social security paychecks. <laughs> so yeah, no wonder we're in debt. All right, so uh, I thought this was interesting because I'm sure you can relate to Madonna songs, if you listen to the radio back when you were young, Madonna is turning 65 this year. That's crazy, isn't it? Jamie Lee Curtis and Ice-T, they're all turning 65. All right. The median income for an individual who was 65 and older in 1958 I was born in 1959 in February of 1959. So my husband was born in '56. My sister was born in '57. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of us that, uh, you know, we're, can relate to how much our parents earned and what their salaries were. My parents were teachers, so in 1958, so my my dad was just graduating from college. And he was going to be a history teacher. And my mom as well was an English teacher. Median income was 966. So that's an annual, that's an annual income. So adjusted for today's inflation would be 10, would be equivalent to 10,200 now. So can you imagine $966? in 1958, was what people would make in one year. And if we just used inflation, it would be 10000 give or take a couple hundred dollars. 2023, the median income for an individual 65 plus is 27398 So look how much greater it is after inflation. So it has skyrocketed when you think about it. But think about it too, $27,000 a year, who can live on 27? That's below poverty level, I think. Um, But that's what the median income is for those 55 million, the average, obviously, uh, who are 65 plus. All right. Where we live has changed. I thought this was interesting, because of course, I'm always thinking South, Arizona, Florida, that's where people go when they get older, because it's warmer there. But it's so different than what I thought in 1958. The number one state where people lived in 1958, who were 65 and older, was Vermont. And then the second, you're not going to believe this, I don't think this is going to be a shocker, It's not a state you hear very often, Iowa. So Vermont and Iowa were were the states that had the largest 65 plus residents. And maybe that says a lot about how people who are 65 and older stayed where they grew up, stayed where they lived. I don't know, but I'm just surmising. In 2023, Maine is number one. So they just moved a little north (laughs) Uh, and followed by, and this won't come as a surprise, Florida. So a lot of people move into Florida. So that's the difference and where people are living when they uh, get over 65. There are less veterans. And this statistic didn't really surprise me because there were wars uh, back then. I mean, there's wars now, but there was larger number, larger numbers of men went to war back then, I think, and had that traditional go into the services type of um, path. And so in 1958, 42 percent of American men were veterans and only 13 percent are veterans today. But what's interesting was the fact that, and you, we hear a lot about gun control and people having guns and how dangerous it is, half of Americans in 1958 answered yes to the question, do you have a gun in your home? And that number it hasn't changed very much. In fact, it's 45% answered yes in 2022. So now this is, I think, total population. I'm not sure if it's 65 and over, but it was just a fact about, um, you know, related to there's all these people that were in the service. You think they know how to use a gun. Uh, Very few are in the service today, but yet people are, are toting guns in the home. So that, that was interesting. How spirituality has shifted in 1958. Roughly 98% of Americans answered yes when asked if they believe in God, according to a Gallup poll. In 2023, that number fell to 74%. So a good portion have lost their belief in God. And 92%, which wouldn't surprise you, especially as the population is changing in America. And again, these are Ameri- American statistics. Uh, 92% of Americans said Christianity was their religion of choice in 1958. Today, it's 68%. So the number of Americans who are Christians or their religion is Christianity has changed or dropped since 1958. How our laws and attitudes about personal rights have changed. And this didn't surprise me at all. In 1958, the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic Manual listed homosexuality as a sociopathic personality disturbance and gays and lesbians were banned from employment in the federal government. Uh, I didn't know that uh, gay marriage was banned everywhere. And today we all know Supreme Court has affirmed gay marriage as a basic right. So. If you think about what's changed in 65 years with that, a lot has changed. Uh, And then according to a Gallup poll in 1958, only 4% of Americans say they approved of interracial marriage. And today, or at least from 2021, that approval number was 94%. So that is great to see. Uh, and it's probably higher now because if 2021 was two years ago. So <clears throat> our trust in government has plunged. Not surprising, right? In 1958, Pew held its first poll asking Americans if they trust the government to do what is right, just about, always, most of the time. That was the question. Do you trust the government to do what is right just about always or most of the time? And 73% said yes. Today, that poll shows the number at 20%. Huge drop there. What has happened to us? We smoke a lot less. Gosh, I remember my parents smoking. Unfortunately, my, my mother quit when she was in her mid thirties and my father, he kind of was on and off towards the end of his life. He quit, but he kind of sneaked. He sneaked, hid it from my mother. But that's a lot of people. That was normal. People didn't know it was bad for you. And then when it was bad for you, they were already hooked. So 1958, more than 40% of American adults smoke cigarettes and cigarette companies produced a record of $442 billion Cigarettes or smokes, it says, smokes. I guess that's cigarettes in 1957. In 2023, less than 20% still smoke. It'll be interesting to see the difference between cigarettes and vaping because I know vaping has become popular with younger kids. Uh, So the other statistic I thought was interesting was we're dying of similar causes. The top three causes of death has not changed. Heart disease being number one, cancers, number two, and accidents, number three. 39% die of heart disease versus 21% today. And that makes sense, right? Because medicine's gotten better and we can find out that there's heart disease earlier with some of the capabilities of machines and imaging and that sort of thing. Cancers, that's reduced people dying of cancer 27% and 58 and 19% today and accidents accidents have, have actually gone up about the same but 6% and 58 versus 7 today probably too many people trying to do crazy things that they see on the internet <laughs> that could be a possibility i have no idea more people driving that could be an, a possibility Doesn't say, doesn't give any supporting data as to why these things change too much here. Just the stats. So we're beating poverty. That was a refreshing statistic because it certainly doesn't feel like it. Uh, Poverty rates have dropped from nearly 33% of 65 year olds in 1958 to about 9% today. You'd think with the population of 65 plus growing, that the poverty level would grow. But that isn't true. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, But, you know, we're talking about how these top three causes of death, you know, the percentages are lower and we're beating poverty, yet obesity rates have climbed, as have divorce rates, Alzheimer's cases and diabetes. So that's interesting. Uh, And it doesn't surprise me that divorce rates are higher because personally, I think divorce is more accepted. That's my feeling. Uh, I know that people back when my parents were married, they stayed married when they should have been divorced because it was so, there was such a negative attitude about it. And the more people that are divorced, I think the more it's accepted. So that's my personal opinion. Americans 65 and over are more often living alone. 33% of women and 21% of men live alone. And that is actually the highest percentage of men that live alone since the Census Bureau started measuring the data, which was in 67. So that that piece of data didn't exist to measure against, um, I guess. Uh so I don't know where they're getting the oh oh okay so this this particular statistic is just based on the 2023 data. Doesn't have the 1958 data, but it knows it's higher than what it used to be. At least from back in 67. Okay, this was a fun to statistics particularly since the Barbie movie just came out and it's all the the craze. In 1958, Mattel was producing the first prototypes for a doll named Barbara Mellicent Roberts. I didn't know she had a whole name like that. So nicknamed Barbie. And it was to go on sale March 9th, 1959. Oh my gosh, I was like three weeks old when Barbie came out. And now at Medicare age, she's finally a Hollywood star. Isn't that hilarious? Barbie, the movie, earned $775 million globally in its first 12 days. Who'd have thought? Wow, that's crazy. Barbie is, gosh, so such a, a toy that's had such longevity. Uh, We created a space jam, and that means that the number of satellites orbiting the Earth has gone from six in 1958 to more than 11,300 in 2023. That's a lot of floating metal up there. And NASA was created in 1958. I had no idea that NASA was that young. Uh, and NASA now has more than eighteen thousand employees. I wonder what they all do other than launch satellites. They they're probably pretty busy doing that, but I don't think they've been launching many rockets. Seems like uh, so, some public companies are doing that. Uh, so yeah, so that was interesting factoid there. The largest companies in the in America have changed. In nineteen fifty eight, the largest companies were. General Motors, Jersey Standard, which is now ExxonMobil, Ford Motor Company, and US Steel. So those were the biggest companies. And you can probably guess a couple of the companies in 2023 that are the biggest companies Walmart, Amazon, M- Apple, and still ExxonMobil even though the name has changed, but it's the same company, and it's still hanging in there after 65 years. Maybe you buy some stock in it. (laughs) Uh, We spent a lot less of our income on prescription drugs in 1958. That's not a surprise, right? The annual prescription expenditure per person per year in 1958 averaged $9.93 that per year people spent less than $10 on their drugs. And with inflation, that number would be 105 today. And that's not the copay, that's like total cost of the drugs that somebody would spend for a year. It should be 105 today, given inflation. Today, the average expenditure for someone is 1,567. 1,567 compared to what 105 was what it should be adjusted for inflation. So big increase. Those pharmaceutical companies are making some bucks on us. And that was true of healthcare overall as well. National health expenditures as a percent of the GDP were 5.1% in 1958. And today the number is 18.3%. Almost a fifth of the GDP is national health expenditures. We pay more for our homes. Of course we do. In 1958, the median price of a home was $19,214. And if you adjust for inflation, $202,850. So that would be what it would be now. In June of 2023, the median price of a home in America is $410,000. More women are working. 33% of the employed workforce In nineteen fifty-eight were women compared to forty-seven percent today, almost half of the women, whereas a third before. And four percent of those in 58 in 1958 were 65 plus. Today, six percent of 65 and over are working, are women working, uh being employed. Cash or credit. In 1958, Bank of America and American Express launched the first credit cards, both made of paper. (laughs) Can you imagine not having a credit card? I mean, we, as 65-year-olds, 64-year-olds, we've lived with credit cards our whole life practically, or our whole adult life. And now in 2023, what has that 65 years done to us? Americans have more than $1 trillion in credit card and other revolving debt, and those 65 and over owe an average of $4,700. So a lot of debt we've accumulated. We've all lived through some scary times. It's funny you think about what you've lived through in the past 65 years in terms of war and pandemic and that sort of thing and then compare it to what your grandparents lived through in 1958 65 year olds in america lived through world war had lived through world war 1 the 1918 flu pandemic the great depression world war 2 and the korean war That's a lot of stuff to get through. In fact, you might even have been affected in your family by the 1918 and 19 flu pandemic. I know that my ex-husband's grandmother was orphaned by the flu flu pandemic. It changed her life completely. She was 10 years old and she went to live with her aunt and uncle who raised her. Uh, So she had lost a father prior to that and then her mother got the flu and died in that flu pandemic. Affected a lot of people. Sixty-five year olds today, you know, wanna wanna go back in time and our lives and hear what we lived through. We lived through the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Kennedy assassinations, remember that? And Martin Luther King. That was that was a horrible time when all that happened. The Vietnam War, the race riots of the sixties. Anybody have a race riot at their high school? I did. It was on the news. I had. I went to a high school close to Washington D.C., and it was a bad race riot. Thrown bottles and stuff. Uh, you know, if people had guns then, they probably would have used them. That it was scary. I remember that time. Yes. We lived through nine eleven, and the COVID pandemic. Oh my gosh, just makes you wonder what's what's to come. But we have to be positive, and the good news and how I'll end this is with a little bit of positivity. We're okay. We're we're survivors. We've survived it all, and today Americans seem to get happier as they get older. According to a recent Brookings Institution study, the older we get after 50, the more likely we are to believe we are living our best possible life. Isn't that amazing to know? Happiness actually declines with age for about two decades from early adulthood up until roughly the middle age years, and then turns upward and increases with age. Isn't that interesting? I wonder if it has something to do with having kids and being parents and all the stress that goes along with that. And then them leaving and being so sad and then finally recovering from that and finding that there is a life after the empty nest and going forward. So those are some stats about how life has evolved for 65 year olds compared to 1958 and now. Hope you found that useful. I thought it was fascinating. So enjoy and share it, and let other people know. Share those facts with people. Ask them what they think the difference would be between 1958 and 19 or 2023, and some of these these uh, bullets and some of these stats. Ask them if you were to guess what the median household income was in. 58 compared to now, what do you think it would be? That would make for some really interesting conversation. Perfect conversation for your upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. So much better than talking about politics. (laughs) So enjoy, have fun with it, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at NotYourAverageGrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at NotYourAverageGrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, Remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.